This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. I got stacks of cash in my hand. <laughs> Too bad it's not worth much. I know this looks like Monopoly money here. You should see this, folks. It's uh, And welcome, everyone. Angela's here with me for this hour. Zach Elman in hour two of the show. Um, Angela decided to pre-order some cash from Turkey. And the EU, the euro. And and the euro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, the Turkey's not on the, e, the, the euro because they're not in the EU. Right. Uh, so they have the they, lira. They have the Turkish lira. And I guess this is a perfect example of where we don't want to go. Because, okay, the U.S. dollar is pretty strong relative to other currencies around the world, right? Still, it's reserve currency. Mm-hmm. But we're not judging by a good, uh, you know, the, the the grade here is not too good when you're looking at the other currencies. So yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. what's the best currency out there? Well, compared to this pile of trash you got me here, right. she got, I have thousands and thousands of Turkish liras in my hand. It looks like Monopoly money, by the way. Um, here's a five lira note, 10, you get even all the way up to a hundred. Imagine going to a grocery store with this pile. This is like, yeah, like, like German, uh, uh, oh, I um, would need more than that if I went to the grocery yeah, yeah. store. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, what, what is this? How much, how much so US dollars? That is $100 <laughs> American dollars. And what you have in your hand is 2,880 lira. Yes. No, no, Almost boy, no. 3,000 to yeah, one. Yeah. So yeah, it's basically 100. Um, a stack of cash here to get something that you we could you, yeah you couldn't yeah, go to grocery shopping for a family for for, for a couple of days yeah, yeah I know so um and and I hope that because so we're going to uh, you know our daughter Isabel is in Europe right now in exchange for the semester mm-hmm. and she, we're going to go out there for two weeks so just just about two weeks from two and a half weeks from now yeah and two yeah. weeks from Friday. Yeah. Okay. So and, and we're gonna be gone for two weeks. Yeah, and I plan on we plan on doing the show multiple times from Europe. Time change is going to be a nightmare because we're about ten hours yeah. difference. Mark Howitt's going to fill in. Rob Wilson, I think, has said he could fill in. Um, um, Bob Thorpe um, as well. But we're planning on still doing the show from there. So we'll let you know how how far our liras go. <laughs> but we're going to visit her, then go to Greece, go to Italy, and then go to Turkey. Right. Um, and, and check out his symbol. Well, and the reason and I ordered it ahead of time was because I was just recently, as you know, in Italy and then in Greece Yeah, when Isabel was moving there. And I, um, the last time that I exchanged money, because you can exchange money at the banks or the airport or they have like your hotel or something like that. They have lots of places. Last time I exchanged though for a hundred dollars, US dollars, I got 83 euros. And so I thought, well, I'm going to check what it is through the bank here. And I looked it up and I've kind of been tracking it for a couple of weeks and it's right around 89 euros for a hundred dollars. And so I thought, I mean, it's not huge, but it's six yeah, more euros, you know? So I got some in advance thinking I'll never get the same exchange rate there. And then it saves us for the hassle of doing it. Yeah. And then I thought, well, yeah, we're going to go to Turkey and they don't use the Euro. They, and I'm sure they, well, they do accept dollars and euros, but I would, um, <laughs> it's also, on this always pile. a good idea to have a little bit of the local money. So we decided to exchange $100 just for, you know, you stop and get a coffee or, or whatever. 
And yeah, it's almost 3,000 lira. It's a stack. I'll put a picture in the podcast, <laughs> fan it out like this. You feel rich. You're and like, actually, I mean, I'm, I've been upset with our bank lately, but they did do that quick. Yeah, they did it do that quick. It was like overnight. It, it, they sent it to my house overnight. The thing and is, they gave me a good exchange rate. Uh, and I was talking about this yesterday with Mark Howitt was the level of service we're seeing in many industries across mm-hmm. America is no longer what it once used, used to be. It's more European style service we're getting now, which ain't very good service. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to laugh when we go well, over there. The and, bank thing was real easy. I did yeah, it Yeah, they were easy. Yeah, yeah. I just, I did the whole thing online and told them how much I wanted. And mm-hmm. like, I literally got it. You know, I just two hope, days later. I just hope that by the time we get there, this isn't worth, you know, <laughs> it's going to be worth like 10% less. Yeah. So I pulled up inflation and, and hopefully we don't have to start a GoFund. I'd hate to do a GoFundMe page to get us back, but this is getting out of hand as far as this trip over there. The we haven't done up. a big trip like this for, I mean, it, we do our annual, long time. we do our annual road trips and things like that, but we, yeah, we tend to squeeze the dollar pretty those far. Road trips have been more expensive than others, but, but yeah, this, sometimes we're gone for a long time. Yeah. We one, do a lot of camping. I mean, it's two weeks we're gone and yeah. with five people (laughs) that that can add up real quick and we're not even there yet (laughs) yeah so we've been saving up for this one but anyway yeah we got our lira but anyway uh, we don't want to become like countries like turkey you you warned me before getting the turkish lira that you do know that the inflation is out of control i warned you and banked it yeah you did oh yeah and uh so I, that's why I thought, well, let's just get a hundred dollars worth. And if we lose a little bit on inflation, that's, I, that's I'm fine. getting a better exchange rate and then we don't have to do it this, while we're there. This is not something you want to put under your mattress, but no. yeah, last year, the inflation rate in Turkey, 60, let's call it 65 that is 60, unbelievable. And, and remember, these are government numbers. So you got to figure it's more yeah, it's like 100, 120% right. because when they tell me inflation in the United States of America is 3% or 4%, I know it's 8%. You know it is because you go to the store. I went, I went again today, bought some lunch and still cheaper than going out to eat. You know, but mm-hmm. it still ain't, it ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then the euro, um, you know, she exchanged some of those and, you know, that's going a little further. That's held its value. But all these currencies are they're all losing value in purchasing power as far as what you can get in any country with these currencies. I, I, I don't know of any that's, that's cranking it. That's doing well. They're all just sinking together though. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. every government in the world is playing the same game, which is running the printing presses. Right. Right. Really running them in Turkey because yeah. I mean, they're going to run out of paper. Oh, at some point I know. Here. I just, I mean, well, what, what, lob zeros what off. will happen and what they've done in the past, Turkey, actually has done it too is that they'll revalue it oh, at yeah. some point and so you it, know that that hurts the average person even more but it helps them with their yeah, I, money I, situation and i think eventually they'll do it here too mm-hmm. and they'll just say oh now we've got the digital currency and we revalue turn in your 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 green back and you know you get this amount of digital currency mm-hmm. this is this has never not happened in the history of governments printing money. This has right. been, the founding fathers warned about this stuff, but I thought it was a good perspective to see this pile of currency. It looks like so from, much. Yeah, I'm like, it's wow. All, it's almost all 100s. Yeah. But yeah. it's, 100 the, that 100. 100 is like, is worth $3 or something. Yeah. yeah it's so like, it's, it's, it's a joke. And I bet you yeah. when we get over there, they'll be like, a, they would prefer the euro or prefer even the dollar. Well, they would, would but be my what guess. I'm saying though is you, you need to tip the taxi guy or whatever. Yeah, he'd probably prefer a euro well, yeah, or but, a dollar. 
but we won't. So we'll, yeah. you know, right. we'll give them that. Well, um, some of our cities here in the U.S. are sinking to um, European standards as far as their financial health. I got some startling statistics as far as um, how many cities are basically broke in the country. We'll get to that. Um, our education system's jacked up, as you know. Uh, calling in the National Guard in Massachusetts, if, school, if one school board has their way to handle the violence that's going on, I, I might add that Massachusetts spends the most, you know, one top most, top five yeah. or six in the country as far as per pupil spending. Uh, and then here in Arizona, there's a bill at the legislature to require, I think it's four hours of driver's ed before, you know, you can get your, your mm-hmm. license. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll touch on that and, and get to a couple comments as well. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. Hey, you want to get a good steak? I, I want you to head on out to the Rodeo Steakhouse in Williams, 950 North Grand Canyon Boulevard. It's right there in the, by the Ramada Inn. Great ribs, a great variety of steaks. Uh, their salt and pepper steak is a really popular one. Uh, really good food. And look, it's, uh, it's Williams, so you can have a good time. You could make... A, a whole day of this. You can make a whole weekend of it. Go out yeah, to Williams. Yeah, they got stuff to yeah, do there. Tons of stuff to do downtown where you can shop or yeah, you know, wander around. And then yeah, get go. Then go to the Rodeo Steakhouse. You can Google the Rodeo Steakhouse. Um, make reservations if, if it's on a weekend. You know, it gets pretty busy in Williams on the weekend. Uh, the Rodeo Steakhouse, nine fifty North Grand Canyon Boulevard. The Rodeo Steakhouse, nine fifty North Grand Canyon Boulevard, right there by the Ramada Inn. Get a great steak uh, and have a great time, and uh, you know, a lot of fun out in Williams. Arizona. Okay. Let's see here. Um, so let, let's just stick with this theme of the, the money side of things. And that is the amount of U.S. cities that are on the verge of, of bankruptcy. Um, article here from the Daily Fetched. I haven't really heard of them, but um, I believe that most cities are going bankrupt and they bring up data from, yeah. you know, from their um, budgets and, and so on and so forth. And they ranked 75 of America's biggest cities, 53 out of 75 cities, according to this article, did not have enough money to pay all their bills. Mm-hmm. 50, 53. It's because when out of they 75. have enough, they overspend and then the, you know, cloudy day comes and, yeah, the rain. and then all of a sudden they have less money and revenue for whatever reason, whether it's sales tax or income tax or whatever. And then they don't want to cut anything yeah, because they can't tell people no. No. And they, they need to provide for every situation. And so they don't want to cut anything. And then they, they run so tight on their budget that if one thing goes wrong, all of a sudden they... And I think that it's probably that case in a lot of households around too, is that if people don't have any kind of emergency or any cushion and your washer breaks, your car breaks... And then all of a sudden you don't have enough money to pay the bills. Yeah, we're, we're operating our households in America the same way that the it's, it's leaders like in the, the cities. City and the nation, the, but on a magnified yeah, scale. The state, yes. uh, California's budget, by the way, their budget, uh, projected budget um, uh, shortfall is even bigger than they thought. It's mm-hmm. huge. It's, mm-hmm. it's multiple tens of billions of dollars. That California well, lost a lot on on tourism. Yeah, you know, people, people don't, don't want to go there anymore. I mean, people do, especially from around here because it's so close. But other people across the country that have to maybe fly in or something, they're like, you know what? I'll just go, somewhere, go somewhere else. else. Yeah, I'll go to Florida or Texas or somewhere else. And I want. I mean, why would you go to a place like New York? when you might get arrested for defending yourself or oh, exactly. why would you start a yeah. business and uh, to switch to New, New York with when Trump gets this bogus um, uh, verdict 
when it comes to him, you know, fraud, when it comes uh-huh, to his, the right. values on his properties and stuff, which I'll get into that in just a minute, because I think this is one of the scarier things out there, how the government can just come in and say, oh, you committed fraud. Let's find some judge to agree with that. And, oh, you all, you all this money to who? The victims? There were no victims. Yeah, the right. banks didn't, yeah. they didn't say anything. So you give it to the government. Yeah. Right. And, and then the, the, the AG there is saying, if Trump doesn't, if Trump doesn't pay, we're ready to seize his assets. What is this? The Gestapo? Unbelievable what's going on. So yeah, I think the, you might see more of this crap because a lot of these cities are technically broke. Mm-hmm. They don't have the money. Uh, the, the report, by the way, it's Truth and Accounting. According to Truth and Accounting Analysis, um, did this report. The 75 largest cities in the U.S. had $307 billion worth of assets available to pay the bills, but their debt totaled $595 billion. And most cities, it's not like the federal government when it comes to your cities and your your towns and even your state legislatures. Most have to run a balanced budget. They can't just run up the printing press or right. run deficits like the federal government does. Mm-hmm. So they have to come up with it. So what do they do? Mark and I talked about this yesterday in Arizona. When everything hit the fan in 2008, nine, when everything collapsed, uh, they sold the Capitol. Yeah, I they remember sold that. the Capitol building. Yeah, remember that? I it, do. It was insane. So, well, yeah. That's I, what you have to do when you don't have enough money. You either need to increase revenue or decrease your spending. And they can't, de- they, they will not decrease the yeah, spending. Yeah, they don't want to decrease do it. it. No. So, they're going to increase their revenue by either taxing you more or selling off land or whatever. Instead of just cutting things and slashing mm-hmm. the hell out of everything, yeah. this country's got to get serious. It, it, it'll get serious about it when, when it needs to because mm-hmm. it's going to be forced to get serious about the financial condition mm-hmm. of the country. But we have had, and I think we have, I know we have now passed the opportunity to do it in a less painful way. It's going to be painful, mm-hmm. right? It's going to yeah. be painful, but be a little less painful had we been proactive and taken action. But they don't give it. They just don't well, care. Well, yeah, if we would have stopped the debt, the debt clock spiral. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, a decade ago, two decades ago, it wouldn't be as bad. Even f- just five they years ago. They can't even stop it. They can't even slow it down. No, it's not going to slow down. And one of the tricks that this report points out that the cities are making actually is they think that the numbers are actually far worse because they're understating the costs and they're excluding true compensation costs and, um, you know, the pension costs, employee benefits, health care, life insurance, pensions, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're, they're really undervaluing what it's actually costing that. Because when you, when you hear about a city or town that's expanding rapidly, and I've been picking a lot lately on Flagstaff because they're easy to pick on. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's, you know, you got a sustainability department division now that was one girl. I always say one girl who was hawking rain barrels to the, to the, to the public. You know, that's, that was her job 10 years ago. Exaggeration. No, that was her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the the now director, she's handing out rain barrels. Now Uh now she's the head of the division. Yeah. I'm not making this up. You know, I got, I got real history on this stuff, folks. I, I, I've been there in the trenches and I know what's going on. And I watched this one person turn this whole department into it was a hidden department with one person into a division with a ten million dollar five percent of the general fund budget for sustainability right. you know so they do that so what's the real cost of those 11 full-time employees plus there's i all think volunteers benefits. part-time yeah. all the benefits and everything i think that we're we're really undervaluing what it actually costs for all these uh folks going mm-hmm. forward because yeah. and some of these salaries are in, in six figures for a, a lot, a of, lot of yeah uh, last it was last week i went over 
what city employees, what uh, uh, government employees make in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And man, there was a lot of people well into the 200s, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A yeah. lot of people. Imagine how many if Turkish lira that mean, was. Some of those uh, head coaches at the universities oh, are in the millions. 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 So yeah. what's it cost for the long-term benefits for all these folks? How many times do they then retire and then they get rehired in another municipality? I've seen that mm-hmm. happen a lot too. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, it's, it's like there's a giant game being played on all of us, but I don't know. I don't know how long it'll it'll keep up. But yes, the bottom line here, seventy percent of the largest US cities, according to this report, verge verge of bankruptcy by any standard of accounting, you know, you would look at mm-hmm. as far as assets, cash flow, money in, money out. That doesn't surprise me. That no, doesn't surprise because me. Because stuff increased so much, especially the last four years after COVID. Yeah. And then, you know, now it's kind of on the, the downslope a little it's bit. It's on the downslope, you know? right? So it's like yeah. Yeah. The reality is hitting home right now, and that's what yep. that's what they're feeling right now. It's on now. the downslope, like like Biden trying to get in his plane after they lowered the you know stairs even more, and he fumbles again. I, I hate to see it. I hate to see somebody that's clearly should be you know sitting on the beach eating ice cream, enjoying yeah. retirement. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of our whole country. He's the symbol of our whole country. It's just become kind of uh, laughing, laughable, laughable, <laughs> decrepit. Um, um, yeah, laughing stock at this yeah. point. And I don't want it to be, it, it, it pains me to say that, but that's the reality at this point because we've had unserious people in positions of power for so long and the general public has just been, eh, whatever, eh, whatever, eh, yeah. whatever. And, and that's where we're at. we've been listening to the bureaucrats that are not elected for way too long yeah. and they've, we've just been letting them make the rules yep. and do what they want and no one ever calls them on it. Nope, they don't. Hey, if you want to hide all that out, though, get a new set of blinds, shutters, and or shades. Or you could do all of them. You could mix them. Do people do that? You get some blinds, get some shut. You just do like, I do three layers at this point <laughs> on your windows. My good friends at the Blind Brothers, uh, they take really good care of you. Just like they did Angela and I, we got all new blinds in Flagstaff, and uh, we love them. They did a great job. They lay out all your options, not just the most expensive ones. Uh, and right now, you, you, when you call up, mention the Jeff Orvitz Show, get half off the installation. I highly recommend you have the Blind Brothers do the installation for you. Don't don't do this yourself. You'll be like Biden on the on the the, the stairs. You'll be falling down. <laughs> Blinds will be broken in half. Do your neighbors a favor. Call the Blind Brothers at 928-634-2423. 928-634-2423 or go to the blindbrothers.com. Okay, um yeah, let, let's sit on this comment and then before I move on to some of these other things. Um uh, Jeff, I've experienced an increase in crappy service too. Yesterday I was talking mm, about yeah, uh, the, the, the restaurant, restaurant thing. Okay. Uh, imagine what it'll be like in 20 years from now. Jen, <laughs> talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Yeah, we had, uh, yeah, I, I think most of us are experiencing the worst. And it's not, I don't want to short, because a lot of businesses busted out there and they're, they're yeah, providing. for it. sure. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. And there's it times just, that you get good service. It's just, there the, is. there's it's a just lot the frequency, more time, yeah. the frequency sees more. Um, so yeah, we went out to dinner. And after like 15 minutes, Angela's like ready to get up, but the kids are oh, like, I, I really want to eat here. You know, cause they got Olivia was getting mad at me at even yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about getting up. Cause they knew they were about to get like, like a, a burrito in a microwave type situation yeah. at home. Or, right? Yeah. Frozen pizza or something. But yeah, yeah she, I said, just so you know, I'm leaving. Soon. I'm like, I'm two minutes away from walking out of here. No, no, no. And uh, Olivia was just kind of like, well, why? I don't understand. You know, and we were saying, well, you know, <laughs> We don't go out to eat that much, and yep. when we do, you want like good service, decent service. Yeah, you and don't we be were frustrated. sitting there for a really long time without a drink. 
Yeah. Not even water. Even water yeah. So no one ever came to our table to even give us water yeah. for that long. And then when I asked about the happy hour specials and then the one girl didn't know, and then the next girl goes, well, no, we don't have those on the weekends, but they have a sign outside that says they do. <laughs> yes. So Jen, Jen's experiencing it too. It's, it's, it does happen more and more. Angela ordered a, you know, my, my Christmas present was, um, you don't even know what it was, but it's like a, this heater, uh, for, for the bedroom, right? Like, you know, fancy. Like fake t- yeah. Fire. Yeah. Cause she's thing. been, she's been asking me to put a real one in forever and it's just, it just keeps moving down the list. Right. <laughs> the thing broke in five weeks. So Angela spent like five or six phone calls with tech support to get the thing working. And we're just like, really? Why? It's not working still. It's still not working. Then they sent her a board, a circuit board board to assemble. I said, well, am I going to be able to to change out the circuit board in this thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it comes with instructions. And that didn't work. And then I finally got on the phone today and I said, look, I'm not it's not fair of you to ask me to fix your unit. Yeah, I, I, I'm not fixing it for you. I want a new one. Me and Owen dis- disassembled yeah. this heater last night uh, with their crappy directions. I got into it about a half hour and I finally got to the circuit board, right? And like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah. What an idiot that yeah. I'm actually doing this. So I plugged in the circuit board and, and, and plugged it in. I didn't even reassemble, right? Yeah. Just plugged in the board. I was like, nope, it's still not working. Yeah. There's five other circuit boards in this thing. Yeah. And I said, I kind of know this stuff. I'm pretty good at this stuff. And I said, for me to put this back together and I would have to cut off all the zip ties on the wiring that's all going in there and well, re-tuck like it all. Re- screw. I'm looking at screws. two hours yeah. to fix this. And I tell Angela, I'm like, how, how dare these companies even try to pawn that off? But anyway, Jen, I, I get what you're saying because yeah we're all we're all facing it and i think companies are trying to cut costs and yeah. you know that's mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the root of joe biden's stupid super bowl thing where he's talking about shrinkflation he has yeah. no idea what he's talking about yeah no, but, but everyone's been in the situation especially in a restaurant or a store yeah and and there isn't anyone to be found and then you're like okay i get it they don't have the workforce they don't have or yeah. they're trying to cut back fine the restaurant we were at the other night there was at least four people running around like crazy. So I don't think that it was a labor shortage thing. I think it was people not doing their job very yeah, well. Yeah, and that, we see that more and more. And it's kind of the attitude. And talk, again, yeah. not to beat this one to death, but but Jen brought it up, so I felt like I needed to, to hit it again. Um, there's just an attitude and kind of an excuse in this country nowadays of not, what do I do? How do I excel? How do I, how do I yeah. get better? How do I push harder? How do I provide the best service? Not by all, but by enough to where you're irritated enough to where you're questioning sometimes, should I go out? You know, should I do this? Do I really want to spend the money on that and have a, a crappy experience? Do I want to buy, like Angela bought, you know, that, uh, you know, techie type item or whatever, you know, with, with the electronic, the electronics and mm-hmm. things, or do I want to just make do, mm-hmm. you know? And that, Kim Dawson, by the way, was on yesterday from uh, Nova Home Loans. Yeah, I didn't hear that yet. Um, you should listen to that because she was saying that, um, what was her exact words? Let me, let me get this. Um um, maintaining. She said con- the, the American consumer is maintaining. And she really nailed that yesterday. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they're trying to maintain their lifestyle. They're trying, I, I yeah. you know, I'm just remember back what she was saying, trying to maintain, you know, putting food on the table. Try, and that's where so many people are struggling. And yeah, you know, you're just trying to maintain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just like the 70% of cities in the country that are probably broke, the federal government's broke. Look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. You're when you run a $2 trillion deficits, the whole country is trying to maintain uh, a, a, a lifestyle and a way of living that I think has now passed. Right. I, I, yeah. I, I can't explain it any other way, but how else can well, we, how else we live like keeping this? up with the Joneses? Yeah. The whole country's and, trying and to do that, that now. You know, you, you kind of want what your neighbor has yeah. and, or at least you want to act and look like you have 
you know, certain things and, you know, you like that image and I don't care that much about that stuff, but a lot of people do. And so, yeah, I, I can see that. But she nailed that. Maintaining. A lot of people are doing that. All right. Let's hit on, uh, when we come back, I want to get to this new bill, the legislature on driver's education. This one's interesting. Call for national guard in a Massachusetts school. And I got a couple of ridiculous items, including the Trump fraud case and the Russian, uh, you know, that remember that, when was that? That was um, last week. That was last week with the eminent uh, threat threat yeah. to our national security. And, the, and and then it turns out it's Russia wants to put, they're thinking about, thinking about, thinking about maybe putting a nuke in space. <laughs> it was stupid. What have we become so stupid? Now it's just gone. Yeah. Let me hear about it. I got an update on that one as well. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, if you're thinking about selling your home in the Flagstaff area right now, uh, you know who I would call, and that's Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. You know, Tim and Kate, they, they found a new home closer to their grandkids, so they needed to sell their existing home, and they needed to do it fast. And since Kelly Broadus was so helpful with the purchase of, of their original Flagstaff home, they turned to the Broadus team again. Kelly sold their home in just two weeks significantly above the asking price. See what Kelly can do for you. Check out her online tool, by the way. Get instant valuation on your home at northernarizonafinehomes.com. That's northernarizonafinehomes.com. Or call Kelly right now at 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. This portion of the show is brought to you by Eric Boatner, Allstate Insurance Agency in Flagstaff. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, welcome back. Angela here with me. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. So a call for the National Guard to help with high school violence in Massachusetts. So I watched one of the local news outlets or whatever there, you know, doing their highly scripted report. Mm-hmm. I don't know who watches that anymore. I, I just, sometimes I'm watching them like, I, I don't know. You watch that? No. I don't know. Anyway, I watched it. <laughs> the only so, time is when you or someone is like, and my brother, someone's like, oh, you got to see this. And I look it up on YouTube yeah. and I, I see that. That's it. Anyway, call for the National Guard. It's just such an old way of doing things. You know, countries moved on from that, I think, by and large. But anyway, uh, call for National Guard at this, uh, what is it, Brockton High School. And they're showing videos of all the violence. You know, people people are kicking the crap out of each other in these mm-hmm. in these hallways, in these schools. Um, lots of violence. Lots of problems. Uh, it's Massachusetts. Uh, I, I assume this, I'm not sure where that is. You might, you want to look that up Brockton high school, Massachusetts, probably in the Boston area. Um, I, I could be wrong in that, but my, my guess is it's probably more of an inner city type school or in a more populous area, but, but whatever this is happening all over the place, right? You got, you got schools with, um, you know, metal detectors and razor wire practically around the school grounds, like, like, like little prison camps. Don't worry about it. It's, it's fine. I mean, what, where else could it be? Right. You think it's in the middle of, you know, rural hinterland or something? Yeah. It's I doubt it. Brockton, the city is south of Boston. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so there you go. Anyway, incidents yeah. of violence uh, and some of the, the, the committee members. So it's like your school board members, basically, right? Mm-hmm. They get out there in front of the, the cameras and they say, we need the National Guard to come in and help keep the halls safe and come into the classrooms to help teach and this and that. It's like, are you kidding me? And even uh, actually the mayor and some other people of that town and some city council members were like, wait, we got to, you know, address bigger issues here than bringing in national. Could you imagine? (laughs) Could you imagine? I think one of the people noted this in in one of the, the, the reports. Could you imagine, you know, going back in time and saying, oh, our schools are going to be, 
I mean, could you imagine going back and saying our school, you know, you're going to walk through a metal detector to get to a school. And there's schools in Arizona like that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was one down in the, in the, in the Phoenix area, Mar- great state of Maricopa somewhere that was like doing um, like like TSA type security yeah, machines security they were installing, right? Stuff, we yeah. talked about that months ago. So these kids are already living in this security complex that they have to get through within mm-hmm. a security complex. You know, anywhere you go, you go flying, you go this, it's yeah. like security, security, security. What the hell's going on here? You know, and it's like, so could you imagine though, going back in time and saying that, oh, in the future, you're going to be going through metal detectors or these TSA type things. Well, what's the TSA? Or you're going to have the National, Guard, have the National Guard. classroom. What's next? You know, uh, yeah. back to what Jen's comment was, where are we t- 20 years from now? Well, right? these schools have been stretched way too thin, For first of all. I mean, in what regard? Like, not money. Like, no. I mean, get to there's that too many kids out of school. Yeah. There's probably not enough people to deal with what you need to deal with out of school. Yeah. And but, I don't know where the money's going or whatnot, but if they can't control, you know, the goings on in the school, then they probably, well, they either have a disciplinary action problem or a apparently. staffing problem, yeah. maybe both. And where's the parents though? Where's the parents? Well, on right. And right? You well, know, what's going the on at home too is they've switched over their whole like view, at least, I mean, I know here, I don't know what it's like in Massachusetts, but it's probably worse than here that, oh, uh, you know, rather than dealing with them, like, Hey, you get in three fights, you're gone. You're, yep. you're out of school. That's it. We're done. You know, you're, you're not welcome here anymore. Rather than doing something like that, and I don't know. I didn't work in a school. I didn't. I, yeah, I don't know what their normal both, both but it, is. you may not you may not know this, though, but both Angela's parents are, are both uh, retired teachers, yeah. public school and teachers. And my grandmother was a, yeah. a teacher and a counselor. And one thing she always she always said was, "You teach because you can't do anything else." And that's not any like diss on on anyone, but just that that's what your calling is. That's what you. That's what your grandma used to say. She would say that all the time. Is it, you? You teach or become a teacher because you can't do anything else. And that doesn't mean that you're not good at anything else, but just that that's what your calling is. That's oh, I see what, what you're saying. I see what you're you saying. You were okay. put here to do. That's what okay. you, that's I was, the only thing <laughs> I, I was reading do. that totally different. No, it okay, sounds okay, okay. weird, but that, yeah. but when you think about it from like her perspective is that that was like this is what the I did. only this thing, is my calling. that's yeah, the yeah. only thing that I would, that I'm going to do. But anyway, they've put the teachers and stuff in in positions of like now they're the counselors at school and it's not you know you're not allowed to hit people it's like well what made you you know want to hit billy or whatever you know they they've changed their way their their way of dealing with with stuff like that yeah like let's talk about stuff more and the teachers are there to teach they're not there to be the psychiatrists and there's going to be times yeah where you might have an upset kid or something and maybe you have to counsel them a little bit or, or whatever, because you're good at that sort of thing, especially in younger grades. But I mean, that's not what their job is. And yet they've put them in a position where that's what they're, that's what they asked have to, do. to yeah. do. And then they're, you know, it's like now they've put on them like, well, now you can keep secrets from your parents because of you want to change your name at school and this, you know, all these other things. And so now they're, they're getting put in a position of like, you know, medical type yeah. stuff and well, yeah, you know, what, what, talking to um, them about get their, to the gender their, stuff. their stuff. Yeah. yeah. That their identity and things like that. That's not what they're there to do. So, I mean, I think that that's causing some problems too. And we're just seeing the effects of 
you know, a couple well, of years of that. And, and how many these kids are playing out exactly how the parents are acting too. Maybe they don't have parents. There's one, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mom's at home or dad's at home, one or the other. Mm-hmm. More than likely a mom, you know, and the dad's taken off, you know, so what kind of situations they dealing with there. Um, but I, I might disagree a little bit because I think the policies, at least here in Arizona, when I hear if somebody gets into a fight or especially if they even like we've heard that we've heard the nightmare stories where they like draw a picture of a gun somewhere in the country at a school they're like gone like mm-hmm. like no um it, it's just one strike you're gone yeah there's so, no exceptions yeah so. it seems like on the violence side that there's they're throwing these kids out quicker than ever before because i remember when when i was in especially middle school and maybe early on at high school but especially middle school and this is a high school we're talking about in massachusetts especially guys we had fights all the time I mean, you remember mm-hmm. you. Your brother mm-hmm. is probably in a bunch of scuffles, yeah, right? Especially in middle. Yeah, school and range. I don't know if that's still the case or not. But that was just kind of like, okay, you guys have detention. You figure this out now. Some places are you are gone, and you're like, you know, you, you're just you're kicked out of the school, and you're just a degenerate, and you're probably in some you know gang by the end of the day or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm not encouraging you know schoolyard fights and all that, but that especially on the male side has been. Been the How thing. things get Yeah, and out. you know what? And think about that. You see a lot of these girl fights nowadays, especially the last 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. You never used to see that. Yeah. In I, the schools. That I, was I recall like one or two. Yeah, when I was and, in high and school. it was like, wow. Yeah, that was Did that thing. just happen? Yeah. Right now it's like just yeah. crazy yeah. On, on both sides, you know, all two of the genders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I have to share this. I went to just a general checkup this morning, right? Oh, and a doctor. Yeah. And one of the questions was, how do I identify? Mm. And I was just like, my blood pressure is, that's why my blood pressure spiked by the time I got there. <laughs> anyway, and I was like, really? This is now the question. Anyway, so, um, it might, you might say, Hey, we need more resources. We need more resources and more counselors, like you're saying, right. Or whatever. Massachusetts is, is number, number six in per pupil spending in this country. It's like 19,000. Right. So they claim, and then there's probably all kinds of additional crap, you know, thrown in there. So, and how do you well, get, well, they might have the staff there. It's just, it, it could be the tactics that you, they're using to deal with this. I, maybe. And I because, don't know. you know, everyone knows there's been a shift recently in the mm. last five years or so. I know that I know people that work at the schools and they're saying, oh, we're going to go through all this training on how to, you know, how kids can deal with bullies or, yeah. or whatever. And it, they've changed the way that they're trying to deal with this. And so maybe times have changed it's and never, I don't know that. There, there was bullying there was bullies when I went to school just like there was with you and it was I guess maybe it just wasn't talked about much or maybe it was dealt with different I, I don't know I, I think it was, it dealt, was dealt with, with different. different yeah and now it's more how do you feel and how did that make you feel and why did you want to <laughs> do that and why did, it, it's not you're not allowed to, to do that yeah you know you do it again and here's your consequence or whatever what kind of used to be like that Okay. And then just one more point on here. I was looking into the schools in Massachusetts. Like, so you're in this jacked up school district. My first thought is don't send your kid to this school. Get out of there. Right. Right. Well, that's you, what I was saying earlier. Get out they're, of there. They're way too big. Yeah. They're way the, too if big. They would just, I, you have to apply a little bit. You have to apply for another district there. So here yeah. you can go to wherever you want. Mm-hmm. We've got the ESA, ESA program. We've mm-hmm. got tax credits for now. Um, these, these states that have, because we always hear Arizona doesn't spend enough. They're at 30, whatever per pupil spending. Well, I don't hear the national guard being called up just yet. You right. know, so yeah. money isn't everything when it comes to this stuff. Uh, one more on education here before we run out of time and Angela has to run out the door. Um, here in Arizona, there's a bill being proposed house bill 2833. It would require teen drivers to take a four hour driving test 
or course, course, not test, because you take a test when you go to the DMV or whatever, MVD, um, before they get their license, it's a bipartisan proposal, which means at least one from the other parties agreeing <laughs> to it at this point. Um, that would instruct the uh, Department of Transportation to establish a driver's education course that could be taken online or in person. I didn't, mm. I'm trying to think back because it's been a couple of years. I think I took something in high school, and they're, they're claiming that it's no longer really available in the high schools anymore. Did, did you? I took driver's ed yeah, as and, like an elective. Yeah, I and then I thought you got semester. a Okay, and then I thought you got a discount like on insurance or some crap. I, 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 yeah, I'm probably, but I never did the driving student driver with the the oh, with the thing on the I did that. I, I didn't did that. Do that. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, with the two pedals and all that, the guy. Yeah, the, no, I didn't Yeah, do that. I did that. I scared the heck out of the But I, I mean, guy. we've only had one kid go through high school. Yeah. And she didn't, she didn't have, do it. there she was didn't no do it. option for that. Yeah, we just basically, you know, found this cheap car that was a, a five speed and, and said, here, learn how to use a clutch. Yeah. And go on out, you <laughs> know, figure Drive it out. Drive me home. <laughs> figure it out. So I don't know. It's, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's just like, well, don't you take a driver's test and shouldn't and you, you have be to have competent? a written test where you study the manual and you have yeah. to answer the multiple choice. I, I guess it's not a bad, I mean, if, if we're going to have these public schools, it's like, okay, why not have the course there? I mean, instead of some stupid course on sustainability or something. It's well, maybe like, they weren't taking it anymore or something. Yeah, I mean, they've gotten may, rid of it for some well, reason. Well, a lot of kids aren't getting their driver's license. I, how about, how about well, the California, how about the Californians that come over and switch their license from Air, California, Arizona? How about they take the driver's test? Yeah. So I keep seeing yeah. those people. I'm like, how are you driving like this? You are not on an LA freeway anymore. Yeah. Move yeah. out of the left lane already, dude. If you're listening, I hope someone's listening from California right now. That's driving through and just scroll they're the in the left. They're currently in Get the left lane. Get out of the left lane already. You're not, it's not, it's not LA where you just like, you got five Free lanes and you go wherever, man. Get out of the left lane. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't know I, if it changed my world. I, I don't much. like the whole requirement thing. Yeah. Whether it's, I mean, yeah, it, it might be a good thing in the end. I don't know, but I, I still kind of believe in, in choice. Personal not, responsibility. Not, not uh, yeah. If you're going to be a jacked up driver as a teenager, your insurance is going to go up so much so quick. Like I'm in favor you know, of a requirement to get the license. Like you, you go with the drive at the DMV and you take the test. Okay. That's what you need to do to get your license. But beyond that courses and a certain you, amount how, of hours and stuff. I don't know. How do you get that job? I mean, you think of like the most, the most dangerous jobs in America are, are cutting down trees, forestry, commercial fishing, and a driver's test. <laughs> <laughs> the passenger in the driver's yeah, that's test. A, I hear that you don't have to do parallel, parallel parking no, anymore. No, I that's think out. that Isabel yeah. had to do that. And no, that was just gone. four or five years ago. And Nobody you know, parallel. And when do you do anymore. it, you, you remember. And you're like, oh, I hate parallel it's parking. It's not a bad thing to know how to do it. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah, times I change. Don't know. Cars are going to be doing it themselves now. Well, that's you know? the thing. So you and they you all have the backup cameras. Yeah, you, you backup camera. Yeah. I mean, these kids don't even know how to turn around anymore. <laughs> you know, their necks don't even spin anymore. All right. Uh, I, I was talking about some uh, couple of silver coins I got from Desert Gold Exchange yesterday. The silver mm. eagles look very, very nice. Uh, Desert Gold Exchange, I think he may have polished them up before he sent them. He's, he picked out the best ones. He picked out the best ones. Yeah, I should put, get these things graded, man. I'll tell you what, they're just bullying. But no, he, he, uh, Desert Gold Exchange, they deal exclusively in physical gold and silver. They keep the overhead low. They pass the savings on to you. They guarantee the lowest prices out there as far as the fees and commissions. And the price of gold and silver is the price of gold and silver. So it's those fees and commissions that get you. 
Call Justin and his great team at Desert Gold Exchange. They'll get you set up real quick. 888-852-4343. That's 888-852-4343. Or go to desertgoldexchange.com. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Horvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is The Jeff Horvitz Show. All right, so we did go to the Rockin' River Ranch. Is that, did I get that right? Got the brochure. Yeah, right yeah Rockin' River Ranch um, State Park, Arizona's newest state park, in, just outside of Camp Verde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just outside of Camp Verde. So everybody off Salt Mine Road. So yeah. apparently, yeah, they've owned the state parks have owned this for since two thousand eight. Yeah, like sixteen yeah. years, and they just opened it. Yeah. Well, Ducey approved four million dollars to improve the park. And I looked at the county tax records. It looks like it was purchased from what I could see for seven million dollars, seventy-three acres in two thousand eight. So, Wait, 11, improve the park? What? What? Yeah, four they, million. They put a little shack and a road in there. Well, yeah, yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, yeah. They put. They had a little per- thing where the person sits to collect the seven dollars, and then they did some gravel roads and some trails. Seven. It's four million bucks. Inflation, man. So, you know, it's, it's just a lot. I, I don't know. It, we went there and uh, Beasley Flats right down the road. I would just go there because you get good river access. I don't know. It's just kind of an open big field. And then you get river access, which is cool. Don't I'm not downplaying it because open space is cool. But then I'm looking like across the way at, you know, hundreds of thousands of acres of national forest on both sides of the mm-hmm. valley. And I'm like, eh, you know, I don't know. These same politicians always say we need more affordable housing. We need more land for housing. Do I want to see things just turned up? I, I actually hate it when I see the pecan, pecan uh, orchards or orchards. Mm-hmm. I got that mm-hmm. right. You know, being churned up and subdivided. But then, well, okay, don't complain about affordable housing, I guess, you know, right. when you've got all this open space. But I just kind of had a hard time with it being two miles down the road from a state um, that or was national, a national national um, recreation yeah, site. Right. And I was like, eh, you know, there's a lot of open land here. I think something happened. And I'll look yeah, into you this have more. A theory on, I have a theory on that what happened there. That's, you know, they wanted to get. The farmers, because the people owned it previously, have irrigation rights, and they watered a bunch. Nature Conservancy was involved in that. They saw that in the paperwork trail. So they like to get these things off the books so you can't irrigate and grow anything anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I suspect in 08, probably means it was thought of in 6, 7, probably by Brewer, um, not Brewer, um, the Politano before that. I don't know. It's nice to have a park. It's nice to have river access, but 11 million bucks. Here we go. Be back in a few. Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Portions of this show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up the Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. 
Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona, and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area. This portion of the show is brought to you by Timberline Firearms and Training. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome back. Hour two of the show. Zach Elman's here with me. He's the CEO of Just Wireless and other business ventures. We'll talk, we'll talk about that here in just a second. And we should have just started the show 10 minutes ago because we... I think we did our... We've kind of been just sitting around like a couple of old footy-duddies. We did our... Giant. We did our best material. I gave him my stacks of um, lira, Turkish lira. I hope the U.S. dollar doesn't look Some like this freaky soon. money, man. Yeah, I know. Dictator I was, money is weird. Yeah, yeah oh, it's always weird when you see the, the El Presidente on there, whatever, whoever that is. Is, that the, the, is all that all the bills got the same dude on it? Yeah. Staring at you with one eye looking the other way. It's I thought it had creepy. a Zimbabwe trillion dollar note, and I... Uh, it's not though. It's a fake, and it's signed actually by Jeff Dewitt. This is a fake million dollar U.S. Uh, currency note. I can make a lot of comments, um, but I'm not. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's anyway, that's all past at this point. But um, I, I should order. You can order them. I was looking on eBay. You can get the Zimbabwe like hundred trillion dollar notes. Yeah, um, they're out of circulation at this point, but um, I think they're worth more now than they were at the time. It's they're like 150, 160 bucks to get it. I, it's kind of would be nice to put on the wall. Just sure. as hey, remember, remember what it, we can do. It, it you know, currency is collectible. Believe me, <laughs> going to some of these stores, you see some of these old dollar bills or whatnot. It's like holy cow. Yeah. I mean, that is like amazing what you want me to pay oh. for oh, a, yeah. an old collectible. Old $2 bill or something. And, and or you something. know, on a side note, is that the what was going to be slipped into uh, Carrie Lake's envelope? Was yeah, that the, the, the $1 million. Yeah. I got a special offer for you. We'll get you whatever you yeah. want. You know, some of the older U.S. currency, I mean, it's, it's like artwork. And that's how they intended it to be, Yeah, right? They intended it to be because people didn't have access to the museums and stuff. And a lot of America was rural, rural at the time. So the notes were designed. They still are. I mean, when you compare it, cause I got some euros in my hand as well. Um, when you compare it to, I mean, this looks like fake monopoly money mm-hmm. and you know, it's still it's very strange. It yeah. feels weird. Even it's just, I don't know. How's the, uh, how's the economy doing? Well, my notes say for reals. <laughs> yeah. How, how, how's that? Cause you're okay. You're, you're just wireless. Zach's uh, president of just wireless. Um, Island distillery. Distilling. Yep, I always mess that up. I, it's it's either or. I mean, really, okay. the the technical is distilling. I'm so unsophisticated. You can call it distillery. Okay, so Ilum. Um, plus, you've been in real estate over the years, and this and that. Um, so you're interacting. I I think I'm I'm more disconnected than I used to be. Probably, maybe because I hide out in a bunker all day. Um, sure. <laughs> but what what's going on out there? What, what do you, what do you, cause yesterday I had Kim Dawson on and she's like, yeah, America's just, people are trying to maintain and she's so nice, you know, but we're trying to maintain. Um, what are you feeling? What are you we, seeing? We on this. Uh, so, you know, with me, I've got kind of three different businesses and they're all in different markets. Yeah. The rental market is panicked right now. I mean, I saw a, uh, three bedroom home, a three bath for rent in town for $7,000 the other day. Uh, 2,200 square feet. And I said, this is a misprint. Wait, what is this? $7,000 For short term or like the long term rental? One year lease. Oh, that's nuts. Get out of here. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me it was in panic like it's finally crashing. No. 
Because I yeah, I got one rental try, up there for like sixteen hundred bucks, and you know what? There it get depends what it is, yeah. and who you can find. Because huh. people are getting crunched. They, are, you know, the old saying: thirty three percent of your check take home. That's the most that you can spend on your rent if you are trying to budget realistically. Yeah, you can't go higher than that. Yeah, and really be able to put stuff away month to month, have an emergency fund properly. So. It's it's tough, and and every product has gone up in price across the board. There's nothing that has fallen down except one thing, and that's labor is starting to crash. People need the money; they need to work harder. So the the engine is turning, but there's no traction on the engine because our our economic situation is so screwed up currently with interest rates mm-hmm. and panic, and the the amount of money that people blew that they should have held on to during COVID oh, because of yeah. boredom. Yeah. Well, stay, Je- home, stay at home, watch Netflix. I used to have people come in with money, Jeff, to the store and just burn it because literally they had nothing better to do, it seemed. Hmm. Now they are panicked because they can't find a phone to replace the one they lost for under $200. Just a standard basic unlocked phone. Yeah. It used to be you could find one for maybe 50, 60 bucks. Those days are done. So the street... Is in a panic. Yeah. But the elite, they're mm-hmm. buying up, selling homes Here, at highest prices go. ever. Now, if you're sitting on good equity, mm-hmm. you have it across the board, you're not over, you know, indebted to anything in one area of your life or the other. <clears throat> you kind of sit here and you just, you, you have that feeling. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm letting this tidal wave roll over me like I have before in previous cycles. Unfortunately, the decisions we're making are not going to correct the economic strife and problems in this country. We're just continuing to go down this road to break the middle class, Mm -hmm. destroy it completely, destroy all small business in this country as we know it. Take the person who freely thinks and has an idea and wants to work for themselves. Get rid of them. Yeah. Government hates centralize it, control it. Yeah. Uh, Big box, mart it, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. The the, the people that go out there and, and want to live that American dream, it's going to get harder and harder and harder every year after year until we correct it. And, but like we were just talking off air, $50 minimum wage, $50 minimum yeah, yeah, <laughs> You propose that. You should never be able again to talk about business. Yeah. Like or, in, or in a serious discussion with adults. Like you, you freedom of speech, you can go in the forest or you can talk in your car or whatever. All you want, talk to yourself. Talk to the guy <laughs> down at McDonald's. I don't care. But never in a serious no, debate this, about policy. You're insane. You never is, run a business. You don't know how to do anything in business. Well, they've Just never bring this, that. This up. is this is uh, I guess Barbara Lee. It used to be Barbara Lee Boxer, but now I see her name as Barbara Lee everywhere. But whatever. She's a, a California uh, congresswoman, long time. Forever. Forever. And they have no grasp on reality. What's actually what I'm asking you about, what's going on in the street, what's 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 for real at this point. She's running for the Democrat primary for U.S. Senate in California. Now. So she very likely is going to be a U.S. Yeah. Senator. One, Zach, one of 100 who's going to get in there and say, I campaigned on. Here's here's what she said. A Starting off at a $17 an hour minimum wage is a quote unquote great first step in the United States of America. She's so wise in all her years of government that she can dictate and carpet bomb the entire U.S. with one minimum wage. When you know 
place, some places are more, some places the are less. The next day, it's, if that happened, my business would be closed. Yeah, because I'd fire every employee, say, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't afford you, we're done here. And I'd shut my doors. Yeah, there wouldn't seven, even be a discussion. Because in, in, a, in a place like Flagstaff, then you'd be at 23 or 24 or something because they're always pegged higher. Yeah. Um, it's as far going as up wage. and up and up and up yeah. and up and up and up. And then people, oh, why is it so expensive now? To get yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, well. You voted for it. You voted for these people. But, but Zach, she, this is just a start. She's calling for a $50 an hour yeah. minimum wage. $50. $50. So why not 100 then? I mean, why, right. why not just make. Barbara Boxer, you remember had a little driver who was a spy. Remember oh, that? I remember that one. Yeah. 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 No, no, yeah. Okay. I mean, she's, these guys are great. These guys she are great. is a career politician. If yeah. you're from Northern California, she's like on cereal boxes. It's like, you know who she is. I know who she is very well. I know who she is. And I shouldn't. She is a loon. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, well, and, th- and this idea proves it. What are you talking about? Where do they pick the number from? Because I mean, I, I don't want our currency <laughs> to look like this stack of Turkish liras I've got. They here. probably took like somebody who's making, Making them, you know, like one hundred and ten thousand dollars a year, okay, at like say working for an IT company in Northern yeah. California, and divided it out over the whole course of the year, what that person might be making with certain subsidies or tax breaks, yeah. and came up with that. So everybody's making this gigantic salary. Oh, wonderful, fantastic! That all that does is dilute the dollar. You dummy! Well, like it's so stupid. These people. Ugh, she ugh. she probably is looking at what does it cost to live in an area like that too, Zach. And so exactly. you have to make seventeen dollars an hour. Well, yeah, but what or fifty dollars an hour? Her policies have led to rampant inflation since her time in office in, yeah. in Northern California. The way that she conducts policy leads to regulation, which leads to driving up of prices artificially, which causes pain for everybody else except who her because somehow she gets reelected uh, oh, time and time again. I, so I don't get. I, it. I don't. I don't get it either. I, I should clarify this. The reason why, if you didn't join me last hour, I have these Turkish lyrics because I plan on going to uh, Istanbul. And I'm actually looking forward to that. So Angela ordered up a hundred U.S. dollars worth of Turkish lira, and in exchange, uh, the bank sent me uh, what would normally be a stack of I don't know if this was hundred dollars bills. This would be ten grand. <laughs> it's yeah. just a huge pile yeah. of um, of currency that we're going to haul over sure. there. I almost needed to get another suitcase. Yeah. You know, let's... well, I mean, when you talk about <laughs> hyperinflation, inflation, whatever, just the stagnant economy, whatever you want to talk about, as far as the value of that paper, yeah. It's just study any European country mm-hmm. with their the way they run their economics. They overprint and overspend. Yeah, bottom time and time again. Line, but we're doing the same and thing. Do not produce anything, and that's yeah. Jeff. That is the biggest problem I'm seeing. We've always been a producer. We're stopping that on purpose ourselves for some reason. I can't figure it out unless there's only one answer and one answer only. The destruction of this country. But why would any country forcibly stop production of things that make them great? Like mm-hmm. we have over the last three yeah. and a half years. Yeah. And, I mean, one reason why. And really 20, I mean, 20 years. For the good of the since, environment. Since That's Clinton. what they always good say. Of the environment. It could be anything, yeah. and they just throw that in your face. They throw it in your face. People don't realize how much is not produced in this country anymore. Oh, yeah. um, but we're not even talking like, we, we know that the TVs left a long time ago. What was the last TV brand that we manufactured? Probably like Zenith or Might something. Remember yeah, that? I was about to say, it's yeah, probably Something Zenith. like that. I mean, they're all overseas. Now. All the electronics, all that stuff, um, parts, components. But even the food now is produced overseas we we were there's still people 
thinking that we are still the breadbasket to the world. Mm-hmm. We're importing a lot of stuff. We're importing meat like crazy. Yeah. But it still says produced in the U.S. just because it's shipped over here. And I, I guess there's a loophole in the federal legislation or whatever. You know, FDA should be on top of this. But what do you expect from a government agency as long as it's cut here? It's, it's pretty, yeah, somebody, it, some it can be grown somewhere got else. Or, rich. Yeah, by doing that deal exactly. That's exactly. the only the only logical yeah, explanation. Yeah, what why would we do it? Because some yeah. guy got a bag of money in an alleyway and <laughs> bought a yacht with it. It's what, the only explanation that I think that. And I was saying this. Well, I've been saying this for years, Zach. And the only logical explanation is that people are getting blackmailed, bribed, yeah. whether it be through campaign donations or the bag of money in the alley. Yeah. I mean, how else could you explain? Now, you have the craziness the that's going thing. on. Yeah, yeah, either that or you're so country. numb to reality yeah. that you just you have tuned out because you're either scared or you don't want to admit to yourself how mm-hmm. mad it is. Yeah. I mean, that, it, that's, it, that's, you that's, know. Yeah. Okay, so the bottom line is on the street, it, it, ain't, it ain't pretty and it ain't roses like, um, you know, Biden and the people keep coming out with. Um, uh, people no. are, people are struggling or as Kim said yesterday, I think she really, she really hit it. Uh, people are trying to maintain and they're winding up putting it up in credit cards and stuff yeah. to maintain a lifestyle. I, I, just wireless is, is almost like a utility in some ways mm-hmm. because we service people in need yeah. when they need a phone, a repair, they, the, the device is a part of your life now that's changed so much where it used to be back in the day. I was like almost like a boutique store. I was selling, you know, yeah. fancy soaps that smell like, you know, cherries and stuff. You know, one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Those, I don't know how those people are alive. Like, I, I walked in, there's a great chocolatier called Gail's Chocolates down in Cottonwood. Okay. This operation does everything online practically. I've never seen another living human being but an employee inside this candy shop. But their stuff is, like, famous. Oh. Because they, but they sell it online everywhere around the the whole U.S. That big market, yeah, exactly. Just in a little nook, but that's how business now has to adjust. Can I stop in there and get chocolate, or is it just order? Oh yeah, it's oh, right on the way down the main street. Okay. Oh, it's, it's, to, it's good. That's, everything counts. What's great? You know uh, yeah, I, well, I love being down in the Verde Valley. I appreciate all you listening from the Verde Valley too. Hey, real quick, um, maybe um, maybe uh, Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management can can help explain some of this stuff to you. What's going on? I don't know. He prob I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he probably would not invest in the Turkish lira. Would <laughs> be my. I should ask Glenn. I do business with Glenn. You do and good. I'll have to check my accounts. Be like, check your accounts. Wait a minute. Wait a second. I didn't. Glenn, is, is that is that price in lira? No, is no, that Glenn. a million dollar bill from yeah. Jeff DeWitt? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, look. Uh, Glenn knows his stuff, and uh, why don't you get a consultation with him? Look at your portfolio. Look at. Uh, he's been looking at these companies and pushing the woke stuff as well. Make sure you're not involved and wrapped up in that, unless you really want to be. I mean, he. he would do it, but he'd probably advise against. I, again, I don't want to put words in his mouth. You call him up. All your, you know, each everybody's uh, situation is different. So here's Glenn's number: Glenn Least with WT Wealth Management nine two eight two two five twenty four seventy four. That's nine two eight two two five twenty four seventy four. Um, okay, let's 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 stick with the economics for a second. Then I'll get into the Courage to Serve Act that Congress is trying to pass. Um, but real quick on the interest side of things, I, I did note this after Kim was on yesterday and you just mentioned it, Zach, um, the 30 year fixed rate mortgage had been coming down, but now it's going jumped. back up again. Yeah. It's jumped se- over 7%. I think that changed like almost overnight. Cause Kim yesterday was like, we're finally below seven. We're finally below seven, which yeah. historically isn't still isn't bad. I think if we were in a true free market economy where interest rates were set by the market, we'd probably be at 17%. Right now, I would I would or say something. I 10. would truly probably go a little tick higher, okay. but I, you, I'm I'm not over twenty, so yeah. I'm kind of in your ballpark. Okay, but so I, yeah, it, it's if the market was setting it, if if it wasn't the Feds, the, the biggest problem with this that I see is everyone's stuck. 
You're mm-hmm. stuck right now. I'm mm-hmm. not touching my mortgage. Yeah, did you get it, one of those nice three? Oh, or, yeah, it's under so sweet. It's there's so a sweet. lot of people. There's millions of people oh, that are yeah. in that boat. Oh yeah, you know I that, know. And, and it's a good boat. That's what I said. Oh, it's a good boat, but it's a tough boat because say I needed to relocate, you know, and this problem doesn't solve itself in ten years. It just keeps getting it gets, it gets worse yeah. Yeah. and worse, and eventually we're at forty percent. Yeah, I am. Are are you and I ever going anywhere? When we're paying, it's it's going to no. be like rent control in New York. Yeah, it's this, but with mortgages, and then here's the other thing that that I'm worried about with the economics in the housing market that I was just thinking about this morning when I was getting ready. So you've got all these properties, right? And the prices because of inflation just go boom and boom and boom and boom. You bought it, and you don't even think it's worth a third of that. Mm-hmm. It's just inflated prices. But guess what you have to pay on that price on your evaluation? Your property taxes. Oh, yeah, very true. So where's this? Where is the non-incentive for government to start squeezing in in an evil way, really, the American public on property by just out-of-control inflation and nobody can keep up with property taxes? Think about that. Uh, thanks, and I'm not, this thanks is a, for, a long term yeah. thing, obviously. Ruining I think you can my sleep night again. better later uh, tonight, Jeff, after that. But just think about that. Why? What's stopping the federal government and the Fed from just going, oh, yeah, your house is worth $8 million now because the dollar is worth nothing? Your property tax bill is now $10,000. No, it's a good point. I mean, okay, the, the Fed obviously controls the, the issuance of currency and, the, and Congress will run $2 trillion deficits and people think it's free money. But what it is, it's a stealth tax through inflation. Uh, they printed something like $10 trillion during <sighs> the COVID hysterics. Um, but then that infiltrates into the economy. It gets all the way down to your local levels. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you're sitting on some piece of property that you bought 30 years ago. And you're like, hey, I finally paid off that mortgage that I got in 1980-something at you know 12%. And now all of a sudden my property taxes, it used to be like $30 a year. Now they're $5,000 a year yeah. and I can't afford it Bingo, because uh, I'm on fixed income. So then the local government salivate and then all of a sudden, Bingo. you know, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, I, you ever watch like Yellowstone? I haven't watched it in years, but that was always their thing. They had all this land and they were like, I don't want this development over here because then all of a sudden all of our property goes up and we can't mm-hmm. afford to pay the taxes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's a good point. Property um, taxes, if you're a true conservative, in my opinion, are one of the scariest things. Uh, I think they're the worst the thing in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it just, yeah. it goes down that path. Anything that's just that scummy, like, like, in my opinion, Marxist rule, uh, you have to just, you have to focus on, especially in times like this, because they use these tactics. They love to manipulate things and use it to their control. And, and more importantly, like I said, I, I really believe after these last three years, the goal of all of this is to just totally shrink the middle class. Yeah, you're probably right. And that way you you stay at home. You don't travel. You don't go to Turkey. You got, yep. You know, look, look, I, and I'm not, I know, look, I'm not flaunting this. We've saved up for a long time to do this trip, right? Oh, I thought you were just flaunting the, uh, Oh, I'm flaunting, uh, I'm flaunting all my, my my lyrics here. Yeah. It's like $27 trillion. (laughs) It's like, yeah, Uh, we've saved up. We've worked hard to do this. My daughter, um, saved up as well. She's over in Europe doing the exchange thing. Mm -hmm. Um, she did it on her own dime too. I'm I'm really proud of her. I I will, uh, the only thing we, we had airline miles and I, I got her the round trip ticket. That was her gift to her. But as far as paying for the housing, uh, for the food, for everything. So we're going over there. Um, but it's, it's gotten expensive. I'm watching Angela mm-hmm. book things and I'm like, wow, this is getting yeah. a little out of hand. This is starting to, to dive in here to, to some funds. Right. Um, I think that these kind of trips, which have been more commonplace for a larger percentage of Americans over the years, just being able to do stuff like this is becoming harder. It's, it's like, 
it's like totally out of reach. And I get that. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's going to become out of reach for, I think, more and more people and, just to do basic because they're trying to put food on their table sure. at this point. And, but it's also circular. It stalls the economy. It stops it me from spending money yeah. and Hawaiian Airlines and going over to Tourism's Hawaii. Tourism huge in the it, world. It's, exactly. It's it, huge. It makes the world economy flow and yeah. work. Mm-hmm. And, they just and they're just killing it. it. But I mean, you know, it's, I think, like I said, I'm a, call me a conspiracy theorist. I just think it's part of the, the plan. Of what Most of the conspiracy theories seem to have come true. I had this discussion with a, a Democrat recently and they're like, oh, you believe in that conspiracy theory? And I'm like, well, haven't a lot of those come true? I mean, really? Could, did you yeah. imagine? We're talking about National Guard in the Massachusetts school that they're calling for the school mm-hmm. board there. It's like, really? Could you ever have imagined that you would ask for a military presence? In our schools, are you nuts? You know, but that, that's what's happening. So anyway, the 10-year treasury has gone up 4.3%. Um, that's what bases a lot of stuff, like the mortgage rates, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, there's about seven, I talked about this yesterday, seven to $8 trillion in treasuries coming due this year to refinance. That means the U.S. debt has to be refinanced this year, seven to $8 trillion. Who's going to invest in these? And a lot of foreign governments, right? Yeah, guess who's, um, who's going to invest if well, the interest rate is high? Would, uh, what uh, two years ago, um, two and a half years ago, I would have given you a simple answer. Who would have done it in a heartbeat? Saudis. Mm. We would have made a phone call. Yeah, nah, that's, that's nah, done now. No, that's done now. Uh, China was another big one. Not too could long have ago. done that possibly with yeah. a better relationship. Probably yeah. more with uh, you know back free Trump. Um, that might have been an option, but the, the Saudis would have been able to bail us out in a heartbeat. Japan, we would have done a deal. Japan, Japan would have helped Japan's out. a basket case. We They're can't in real work bad world deals right now. Yeah, it's bad. We're frozen. It's bad. So I, I will never give you financial advice. I just ask you to think about this stuff, which is seven to eight trillion dollars in treasuries coming due mm-hmm. in the next twelve months or, or less, and then the Federal Reserve floating that hey, we're, gonna, we're talking about maybe lowering interest rates. I ask how, and I think we're in a bit of a lull with lower inflation now, meaning it's only going up three or four percent according to their numbers, which means eight percent. I think we're we're. My guess is, and I could be wrong because anything can happen. The stuff they pull out of their hat is is unreal sometimes, Zach. I think we're in a lull in inflation, and um, I expect it to crank again yeah. in, in the I next six to 12 months. It has to. Yeah. The math it, yeah, the doesn't math. work. It doesn't work. I've done the math. Too. You see, we're like... Yeah. Two nerds trying to do this you math. Just look at numbers. Yeah. This isn't this isn't uh, This isn't smart. We're not a smart. Plato event. We're gonna sculpt <laughs> things and you know make Lego toys. No. Yeah. This is figures. Yeah. I mean, it drives my wife crazy. I mean, she's a accountant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Because yeah. she's just like black and white. What are you talking about? And I go, Well, they did this, and she's just like, How do they get away with it? I said, They can get away with anything. Where have you been? Yeah. Look and around. We, we get away with more as the reserve but currency, Jeff, too. just remember, if Donald Trump gets elected, we're going to have the greatest tyrannical rule of a dictator <laughs> in the history of this world. Hey, the uh, economy was much better under him, but I will admit he was a big spender, too. But he... Huge spender. Biden puts him to shame. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's crazy what's yeah. going on. So I got to choose the, the slowest route here to, to the insane that, cliff That's a funny thing that point. I like. Trump was not perfect. No. I don't understand these people that, like, put him up on... No. Like, they hurt him, I believe, in the general... Like, stop, he's not the savior of the planet. He's a man. Yeah, he's just a man who's a little bit wacky, but he loves his country. He loves his country, and he's, and he's, and he's a cultural conservative, which I think is really yeah. important right now. Um, and I don't want to put any politician or even any star. You know, the whole um, what's her name again? The whole the, the the singer thing with the football person. 
um, Taylor Swift. Sure. I don't like putting any of these people on a pedestal too much because, and especially the politicians, because I think then they become even more unreachable, untouchable Completely. and, and out of touch with the rest well, you of get, the country. You get God complex and ego and everything. Yeah, though, yeah, Jeff. I yeah. mean, that's the thing. You, these people live a different life than oh, you and oh, I. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, can, you, I know you're a big it. star and everything. You go <laughs> yeah, I got the parades oh, yeah. and everything. It's yeah. like, you know, but <laughs> it's, it, it's just fueling human up nature. the jet. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just human. Nature. I'm going to try to fuel up the jet with these lyrics. All right. Uh, if you, want to get some great food and you can still take the family out and not spend a fortune that's the marco's pizza i mean you can still get a pizza and some wings and some drinks and stuff and you're like um i don't know if dave will take and and tommy will take lira i'm gonna try and i say hey i got how much did I say? 3,000 lira here. I thought it was like three, three, <laughs> three million. Three, I know, something like that. I know, but best pizza in Flagstaff, best wings. Um, they've got great drinks as well, craft craft beers, wine by the bottle. Um, and again, great pizza at Namarco's Pizza. Three locations throughout Flagstaff. And you can order online at namarcospizza.com. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. We were just talking about my good friend Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. If you are thinking about refinancing a home, if you're thinking about what she was just talking about on the show yesterday, which is got a lot of credit card debt, maybe you've got a home though that you've been in for a while and you've got some equity, talk to her about possibly trying to get that payment down every month. Plus, uh, investment properties, second homes, off grid properties. Call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. Mention the Jeff Orovitz Show. Get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Call Kim at 928 928- 310-6458-928-310-6458 or go to novahomeloans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson and NMLS 697-411 Nova Home Loans NMLS 3087-BK number 090242. Equalizing up to you subject to credit approval terms and conditions may apply. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Welcome back. Zach Elman's here with me with Just Wireless. Hey, if you're thinking about getting a new trailer, a dump trailer, flatbed trailer, cargo trailer, stop by American Trailer Company just north of Flagstaff, right there in 89, maybe five, six, seven minutes, depending on how fast you're driving. Um, they've got a great line of trailers out there. I got a new dump trailer here at the beginning of the year, working great, using that thing like crazy right now, especially getting ready for planting season coming up. Uh, so head on out there, American Trailer Company, veteran-owned company, um, no city sales tax. That's a really cool feature. Plus, if you, you don't have to go to Phoenix, they're about the same price and sometimes low than going all the way down there. AmericanTrailerAZ.com. AmericanTrailerAZ.com. All right, uh, Courage to Serve Act, Zach. What do you think about this one? So this is a bill that would create a pilot program to open to immigrants. Are you laughing over there already? Who successfully complete FBI and United States citizenship and immigration services. Okay, I won't go on anymore. Basically, those that are here illegally, you enlist them because the, the military has a shortfall in recruitment right now. And they're having problems, too, because people can't pass the physical fitness stuff and on and on. What do you think? So this is another example of progressive law tweaking 
to get their way with weird stuff, mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. So that we've had this in place for a while. You can get an exemption if you're not a U.S. citizen. Actually, you work your way to citizenship. Yeah. Fantastic program for people that I know personally okay. that have done it through the Marines. Very, It makes sense. You know why? Because you love this country. And I don't, I don't care. Anybody can serve mm-hmm. if they want to, if they're a U.S. citizen, or if they plan on being a U.S. citizen. If somebody walks up to a recruitment station and he's here from, I don't know, Ecuador, he speaks English, okay, he speaks Spanish, right there is a bonus, mm-hmm. okay, he's in shape, he wants to be an American and he wants to serve this country, take him in. Work him towards citizenship. That's called vetting. And that's called vetting in a smart way to some extent. Find out about the guy a little bit too. Now, you know, some Chinese national walks up to you and, you know, wearing all black and he's like, hi, I'm here to join the military. I want to drive the tanks. He's got one of those Sean Connery like beanies on and he's, you know, no. Yeah. Okay. We need to like not let. I want to work on the nuclear vessels. (laughs) We we need to just be smart about this. But I mean, yes, if there's an 18 year old kid that's lived in this country since he was six and he's never become a U.S. citizen because the process is a joke. It's broken. And, and he wants stupid. to serve. You're and saying. he wants to serve. Should, By all means, I don't have a problem with it. I don't I, care. I want take on this from, from all you out there. What do you think about this? The Courage to Serve Act. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey. Just love your input. And especially from those who have served as well. I know that there have been people that have done this in the past. The only concern that I would get is, and, and as someone who studied Rome a lot, oh yeah, they they did let a lot of um, foreign uh, folks in, and then eventually consigned <laughs> they, they, warriors yeah, ex- exactly. that they would purchase. Yeah, and different, different, perhaps, but I, hope. Same, so I get your point. <laughs> but Jeff, this is this is one of these problems. I think that we blanket. This is a job for the military recruitment people mm-hmm. to vet. And, and look, I think we make mountains out of molehills sometimes. Okay. Like they have droves of people from countries that are just lining up at the military supposed to serve. Probably that's not, not the case. Happening, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Um, but it, if you have the instance that I just pre-mentioned, take that into consideration. What's the end goal? A better military for somebody who is going to be a valuable member to the service. That's all you care about. If and you're the, in the military. And the vetting is key. Yeah. The, the vetting. It, just, and that's, that's the challenge though nowadays, though, because we're letting so many untold uh, millions of people into this country. How do you how do you vet people that come from a lot of jacked up countries around the yeah. world that, I mean, think about, they don't have the records. They don't have, you know, these are very, very bad places. How do you, how do you I, go through that process? I think it's all a lie that they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing our, no. I mean, the video that I saw a couple mornings ago from the border on TV that just goes down the row and they're just asking people where they're from. Mm-hmm. There was one large, probably six, seven group from Mexico. Mm-hmm. There were people, China, oh, well, Georgia, yeah, yeah. Ukraine, Vietnam, like China mm-hmm. again, like just rows of Chinese. Like I was surprised all the Chinese people I was seeing. I'm just like, what in the Philippines? I'm like, with yeah. Philippines, you guys could probably get a visa to guy. Why are you paying people to get you to Mexico to and come? And how you get in there? I mean, yeah, this is the crazy. Well, that they were talking. There's a whole show about how these people are getting there, and they're setting up these flights for the. And there's this group behind it that's very kind of clandestine. Nobody knows exactly who's doing it, but there's rumors that U.S. aid is helping. Okay. That basically, the United States government is 
this is another conspiracy theory, but is giving money to foreign countries under the U.S. aid package to fly people into South America, Central America, and Mexico to then come up here. Well, you've heard about, and I think Beck has covered this a lot, Glenn Beck, um, some of the organizations that are helping people direct yeah. them up, um, uh, Doctors Without Borders. Name, you name, There was a whole bunch of them that are helping these people get through exactly. and to the U.S. from, a, from a South America, Central America. A 15 Chinese nationalists? Yeah, yeah. yeah what's huh? going on there? Are they going to be... Now, who knows? And you got to, once again, it's it's kind of stinks because you have to do a case-by-case basis if you want to look at this fairly for everybody. It's mm-hmm. really tough. Maybe they are being persecuted in China. Maybe they are Uyghur. Who knows? But let's well, get their story. But I don't think had, that's happening. How do you verify the story then? Oh, exactly. Or, or do I call Xi Jinping and say, hey, we're checking on uh, this guy here. He's going to be like, yeah, send, send them back. people yeah. being completely vetted yeah. didn't happen. That's why... In my opinion, we need to close the borders up from for the illegal entries, obviously. We need to severely curtail and um, get back to here's what we need as a country as far as legal immigration. We need more nurses. We need whatever it is. I don't know what, the, what, what, we, what we need. Okay, someone's applying to come in legally. Yeah, we need about 500,000 people from wherever, wherever, and they are in the nursing background. Whatever. I'm just throwing out a, a thing. We need to do what's best for our country and take care of – we've got this problem with tens of millions of people here illegally. It's going to take – Decades to sort that out. Yeah. So we need a catch up well, here. Jay Seklow the other day mentioned that it will probably end up, if we wanted to do it in a practical way and get it done in 10 years, we'd need like 25,000 immigration and like judges. Just judges to get through the line of 8 million people. I got an idea. We just take some of the IRS agents they hired, we train them. And we take the sustainability departments around the country, all those people who are sitting there thinking up sustainable yeah. stuff, and we just say, okay, now, now you're on immigration. <laughs> you're, Perfect. You're, you're going to vet these people. You know that won't happen. Set but. up the small courts like they did in Miami with the boat, with the boat oh, immigration. The 80s, yeah. They, had, they yeah. literally would have judges sitting yeah. at card tables, yeah. reading documents and stamping documents. You're good. Go. But the key is you can't keep letting it flood in. This no, is sick it, what they're doing. I, this, I, is, this is treasonous what they're doing to, to our country at this everything point. Everything sealed immediately. Yeah, and then we work the on answer. we work on the issue. Yes. And it's going to take years and years. But you and I both know that ain't happening. No, it's a it's win. Just like it, it's fixing a the national for debt. both sides. Yep. So it's nope. never going to get solved. Um, another one that they're trying to push over on us, Zach, is the student loan. Biden will not forget about this. He now, Biden, who, who wrote this article here? Epic Times. Biden admin to wipe out uh, $1.2 billion. Like, we just throw out these numbers. Billion, billion. It's, 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 it's a Turkish lira here. Yeah. Federal student loan debt for 153,000 borrowers. Yeah. Votes, sure. Votes, hundred fifty three thousand yeah. votes. Let me buy your vote. And, and the funny thing is, is there are some kids that just smell it right away that I talk to, and they're like, "I don't trust that. I don't yeah. want to be." What's going to happen? They're going to come back and want military service or something. For, I'm not kidding. Yeah, they, they think of it, Some people are saying that they're, the skeptic, they're thinking ahead. Yeah, the okay. skeptics about this program are like, they're going to want something. And I'm like. You're a smart kids. So, so these are young. These are yeah. like uh, maybe these college kids, early, MU kids, uh, nineteen year olds, twenty year olds, yeah, etc. Eighteen and older. That gives me hope that they're actually they're suspicious of their government. Yeah, and they should well, be. Jeff, Jeff they I'm not, should I, be. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I don't want to get this all warm and fuzzy. I didn't say all of them. No, no, no. Well, well I'm just saying there's definitely maybe six out of ten of them that are like, bring me that dough. Yeah. I'm going to Taco Bell. But whenever you got a couple, I'm just like, wow. There's there's oh, still there's hope. hope. Yeah, there's, there's, hope. there's I mean, people no, thinking I, I of have, this stuff. I have run across many people, and and some that just don't want to take it out of principle. Yeah, either. 
And oh, there's plenty of that. Yeah, that, that that's that's honorable to me. Like I mean, because that's how and that's I look hard at because it. I'm not people, taking a hand. That's out. hard because just think about it. And we, we we opened up with um, people maintaining, people having a hard time, and then all of a sudden you get like, oh, this is a big leg up. This debt could be uh, dissolved. I'm done with this, and then I I can get ahead. Um, that is hard for people to do, and that's the the the, the, the kind of snowball we're in, Zach. Where if I don't take it, I'm falling behind. If I yeah. don't do this, I'm falling behind. And that's the, the, the snowball, kind of the, the, the road to hell here mm-hmm. um, when well, it comes I, to all this free, air quote, free stuff. It seems like they've never been explaining taxation. I'm sure they haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start there. I mean, we're civics. Hey, educators. Yeah. Are you out there? <laughs> well, they're calling we in the National Guard. Blah, 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 blah. National yeah, Guard. So great. But hey, let's yeah. start getting curriculum on, uh, you know, stuff that matters instead of stuff that has no place in school. Let's start there, too. That's another problem we've got in this country. Well, yeah. Yeah. Last hour I was talking about there. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Have you just to dial back a little bit here? But government gets involved with certain things they're talking about in the Arizona state legislature, the bipartisan bill to require four hours of driver's ed you know, edu- driver's education. <laughs> and I'm, I'm th- me and Angela were talking about this last hour. We were like, cause apparently they don't do it in high school anymore. It used to be a big thing. You, did yeah, you do it in high school? I, I had to take driver's ed. Yeah, so I the written it. part for a whole semester. Me, me too. After yeah. school yeah. as a, as an elective, you could do it privately, but it costs a ton of money to like You're do right. it. You're but right. It was free for the school. And you know, it was kind of a goof off class. You yeah. Could maybe like driver's ed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But then you had to go There's do this like, cute girl in the class. Yeah. You know? <laughs> then you had to sign up for like the actual driving dude with the big yellow thing on the car. Oh yeah. And, with the dual brakes. And you did a certain amount of hours and he signed <laughs> off and then you could finally go get it. Yeah. Now, I guess in, Ca- well, in California, just go up to the kiosk, apparently, and they just go, hey, what's your name? Type it in. Hey, here's your driver's license. <laughs> See, and I'm calling for discrimination in issuance of driver's license of those from California. Yeah. I think they should have a special vetting process oh. when they come to Arizona. Oh. No, but they, they work on things like that, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I want the roads to be safe and this and that. But then again, can you fill the pothole? Sure. You know, can you take care of the basic stuff? And mm-hmm. is this really necessary? Okay, get, well, take a know, driver's Jeff, ed course. Mentioning road work is how long is I forty going to be closed this summer? Oh, with the yeah, with the bad paving job. I mean, uh, are they doing it again for a third time? Probably. I mean, I drive over it and I'm like, click, 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 that's click, click, what click, frustrates click. me more than just having potholes. Potholes happen. Yeah, and oh, filling yeah, them yeah. have to have. But doing no, jobs that I've seen four or five times the same yeah. thing. What's going on? I drove. I drive over I seventeen and it's like bum 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 bouncy uh-huh. and it was just paved. It's because the subsurface is crap. And then I drive over sections that's like a mile wasn't paved. It's like, well, you did most of it. Why didn't you just Why do, do you that stop? section? So it's just yeah. I we we're doing this other stuff. We don't have the uh, last hour. I was talking about. Another one for you, 70%, there's one report that came out that's projection that 70% of America's biggest cities are bankrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that. everybody's up in arms about Tucker and the yeah, interview. Yeah, went, went, went to Russia. It's went funny, Russia. it's like that movie that Seth Rogen did with the interview where it was a spoof on North Korea. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah, saying, he's just like, called. oh, wow, it's Tucker Carlson's interview. Yeah. It, it, what, a, what a bunch of baloney this has all been. Well, but his point about the subways was totally glazed over by anybody as far as his true point. They don't understand. He he showed these subways that were built during the Stalin era mm-hmm. that are still working, still appreciated. If you spray paint on the walls, bad things happen to you. You fall off a 15-story building. Yeah, if you act like a, <laughs> like a 13-year-old thug. You know, thug. Oh, yeah. wait, you can't say that, Je- Jeff. How dare you say that? I don't say that anymore. Oh, I am so politically. I don't word. even care. I don't but care. Anyways. Yeah, whatever. But, no, it, it, but that's the point. The, uh, um, 
great societies, great countries have to have great cities. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. And, and when you, when you're at a 70% are estimated to be broke, you're not gonna have a great city. All right. Um, why don't you head on over and, and then we'll all calm down a little bit and we'll all get a nice drink at sportsman's bar and grill, uh, voted best sports bar in Flagstaff, just North of downtown, but it's not in downtown. So you're right there in the Bastion shopping center. You got plenty of parking, uh, great specials always going on at sportsman's bar and grill. Check out their $4 menu. Uh, what is today? Today's wing Wednesday, half price wings, which is just like, like a, what? What do you call those? Like a loss leader? Because he, you know, he, he wants you. I hope you have a drink if you get well, a half price six wing. wings. Yeah, I mean, I mean come on, you're gonna tease. You're gonna down some wings and yeah. get a good drink special there as well at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. And uh, tomorrow is uh, oh the mini sliders, and that starts at lunchtime. So check that as well. All right, hang tight. Back in just a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show Finishing up here, Zach Elman. He owns Just Wireless uh, right there in West Flagstaff, right there on Milton. You're looking for a great uh, refurbished phone or fix your existing phone. Save some money. Save your Turkish lira. Zach, what advice you I do you not get? accept that. <laughs> I wouldn't either. This stuff's this is already devalued since I opened it today. It's <laughs> taxi ride, hopefully. Um, we got like a minute left, but I mean, what, do you, what are you doing as a business owner? I mean, we know things are tough out there and stuff but hey we all I'm creating move on. my own way Jeff and that's what I yeah. uh, want everybody else out there to really focus on moving forward you just have you have to make it happen yourself don't rely on anybody else I mean yeah but as far as personally we got the AV or the ABV dinner up at the Elks this weekend great event for uh, oh. Island. okay good bunch of all the local breweries distillery we get together you know um, it's been going on for a while it was our first time we were honored enough to accept an invitation oh, that's um, awesome that's this weekend yeah this weekend is gonna be an awesome little event. So I got that going on Prom- keep promoting the business. I mean, it's got to grow. It's, yeah. it, it's amazing. Well, there's always, there's still tons of opportunities. There's probably opportunities in Turkey with this Turkish lira, but it's, it is up to the individual. And I would just add that the groups of people that are around you, you know, and that you associate the, the community. I don't sound all lame and stuff, but the community, you know, yeah. but I'm talking about local. If you expect the feds, if you expect to fix that mess, impossible. You got to concentrate on yourself. That's yeah. all I can do right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you just, you do that and then you bring it, you provide a good service to other people yeah. and then they, they're like, they're going to do business and with find you. Find something you love yeah. and do it. Yep. Stop. Stop. If you hate your job, just get out, get yeah. out. You're never going to be happy. It ain't going to change. Yeah. Go yeah. make it on your own. Yep. Absolutely. All right, Zach, always appreciate it. Fun stuff. Be back tomorrow to get to all the stuff I haven't gotten to today. Where's two hours go, right? <laughs> Everybody take care. See you soon. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Portions of the show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered.